0: Welcome to Peppershock Media's Marketing Expedition podcast, keeping you up to date with the latest in marketing and advertising. Now, here's your host, Ray Allen. Welcome to the Marketing Expedition series. I'm Ray Allen, President and CEO of Peppershock Media, also an integrative marketing consultant. And I'm on Instagram as the marketing boss, babe. And today we are recording a podcast and webinar all at the same time with the lovely Allison Cunningham. <laughs> Thank you. And Allison, you are officially the Vice President of Client Relations, uh, also known as a partner at Talent Spark. That's correct. Okay, what is Talent Spark? We are
1: a Boise-founded and Boise-based recruiting firm that works with companies of all sizes um, to help them find the talent that they need to help their business thrive. So we live here in Idaho and we decided that we wanted to support Idaho and Idaho-based companies. Yeah.
0: And um, you said that Talent Spark started in 2015?
1: That's correct. So, my business partner Stephanie started uh, this company in 2015. So, a little over three years, kind of coming up on three years ago, excuse me, um, in this space. And, you know, we, I joined her about a year and a half ago um, yes. as a partner. And we've uh, grown a lot in the last year and a half. And we've, we've had a lot of fun um, doing that work and, and helping a variety of different companies with all of their hiring needs.
0: Now why did you decide to partner with Stephanie, what happened?
1: (laughs) Well it was an easy choice, Um, I worked with, Stephanie and I worked together for a number of years when we were both at St. Luke's Hospital and I'm not sure I've had any more fun with anyone that I've ever worked with than Stephanie, she's the consummate professional, and but also fun to work with um, in that space, so she had started this um, as a passion and did, wanted to have more of that entrepreneurial and really make a difference in that community. I know both of us felt very strongly that as corporate recruiters, when we needed outside help, which always happens, no matter how strong your team is, that sometimes you need extra support, um, we were going to companies uh, all over, from Los Angeles to Chicago, and we sort of thought, Gosh, why why would you need to do that? Can you get those great services here with that sort of focus within Idaho? So um, she had started it and it just wasn't quite the right time for me. So, you know, we kept in contact and you know, when she came and, and asked for me to join it was it was a no brainer. So um, we've had a great time working together.
0: All right. So why is it that you do what you do?
1: I, uh, I almost feel embarrassed when I talk about why I do what I do because <laughs> I just love it. Um, I love recruiting, and I, I just have such a passion around people because other than that, you have equipment and a printer and computers, and you don't have a business. You don't have people, and it's the people that make an organization, and they make a team, and that to me is the most important part of any business choice. Um, and I think it's fun to, to find that right that right person because it makes such a difference to the team or the business and to be able to accelerate growth from a business perspective. Yeah. And then on a personal side, people's careers, we try to put them into this realm of business and I think it's such a mistake to, to not remember that it's such a personal endeavor for people, it's their career, mm-hmm. it's their family business and we laugh that um, we get to feel like Oprah um, <laughs> all the time with everything. That it's like, can you get a job, and you get a job. And,
0: <laughs> and you get a car, and, and you, you get, get a it. car. And that's how
1: it feels, like that amount of excitement every day, you know, and helping people find careers that they're excited about that also help businesses grow. To me, they're just there's nothing more fun that I could do with my time.
0: Oh, see, there's no shame in that. You No, should be it a, is. It's always like, I, I just love great. it. <laughs> yeah, and to be a people person. Yeah, you it know, is. And, and it's a good fit because then you can attract it and draw in the right people for the right it position. It is, and it's,
1: I love that part about it. I get to meet and talk to people all day, every day, and I get to hear their stories from their career path to what they're looking for from a family perspective or a lifestyle. And getting to know all of those different people is such a joy for me.
0: Good. cool. So if a company decided that they have, you know, been hiring people all on their own and they've never had a recruiter yep. before, walk me through the process. What happens if I've never hired a recruiter? What do I need to know? What do I need to be aware of? What am I gonna go through if we were to hire Talent Spark to, to recruit for us?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um, we really, one of the reasons we love working with Idaho-based companies is because it, it gives us an opportunity to, to get to know those companies and to understand what your culture is. So a lot of that initial part is to understand what is the role, um, what is your company, and what's important for that fit. So we have a long conversation, um, what we call an intake, to learn about your culture. We like to meet with you in person if we can, if we're able, um, understand what your culture is, what that role is, and go through everything from the salary to how your team works. Um, Then we lay out a plan. I think it's always important, like any other process, to have a plan and not go at it just to say, we're gonna go out and find people. You know, What's the marketing behind it? And to set timelines, like it's a project Mm -hmm. um, in there. So we talk about what those timelines are and what Mm -hmm. those goals are. And this is a great time of year to um, talk about timelines because we get a lot of requests that say well We want to hire someone by the end right. of the year right. and we often have to remind people like well There's Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and then there's the week of Hanukkah and then there's Christmas and right. you don't actually have as much time as you think Yeah, and people yeah. are distracted. So what feels like six weeks all of a sudden became three right and probably isn't mm-hmm. doable mm-hmm. so talking about those type of things in the timeline mm-hmm. and what your goals are and then From there, the client kind of goes in the background and we get to work on research from everywhere, from competitors um, to what's going on in the market Mm -hmm. um, and start reaching out to candidates as well. Um, We do post roles for people, if that's a request. um, What's it called? To post the positions, like we'll post post the roles for you and help you with the marketing plan. And we'll go through the resumes that come in. But I think where a lot of the value comes is us reaching out to the passive candidates. Mm And what a passive candidate is, is somebody who's happily employed Uh somewhere else. Uh And they're not looking for work. You know, if you like your job Mm -hmm. and that you're not.
0: They're comfortable. Right. I mean,
1: who's like, you know, it'd be fun tonight to go out on a deed and apply for some positions. Like, that's not a, (laughs) it's it's just not a, a, it's not a fun activity for (laughs) people. So it's reaching out to those people because a lot of times those are um, your best Right. your best source pool of the people that are, are happily employed somewhere else. And that's
0: why using a recruiter could be really helpful because I likely wouldn't have the time or yeah. the you know know-how necessarily to tactfully be able to reach out to somebody else yeah. that's working for a competitor, right? <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah, and I think that's a lot of what we talk about. It's not that, um, I, don't, I think there's some people that want to talk about recruiting as rocket science. It's not, it's building a relationship <laughs> yeah. with a lot of people, but that takes a lot of time. Sure. It takes a lot of focus, it takes a lot of conversation, mm-hmm. um, and it takes you know, that right message. You know, we um, have worked with, um, when we were corporate working in-house, other recruiters that had a really hard time selling Idaho. Uh-huh. Um, you know, they wouldn't know what story to tell candidates, they wouldn't know how to right. describe the lifestyle here and yeah. then it, um, they don't have the right message, and then it takes that many more people to, to reach out to. Right. And so some Especially of if they
0: relocate here, right? Correct, yeah. and we're
1: seeing a lot more of that with um, unemployment where it's at, and, and how fast Boise is growing, that the skill sets may not always be local. It's yeah. always preferable to hire local if you can. Right. So here they can start, mm-hmm. you know, there's less risk that it's not a fit, but mm-hmm. some roles require that out of state reach out Mm -hmm. and if you've never been to Idaho it's hard to tell that story to someone for sure and so some of it is just the right messaging the right um, time that we do this you know day in and day out Mm -hmm. and then we really get to know those candidates based on your company and we have a conversation with them about their technical skills and their culture fit and what they're looking for and if that's all a match then we present them to the client um, and get their feedback on what fills you know, if that's a fit or not a fit and work with them to learn more about what they're looking for.
0: So do you do any types of assessments or anything, like personality tests or spelling tests or, I don't know, grammar (laughs) tests? What
1: what, what do you do? Um, I think some roles require that and some roles don't. I think it's um, always something that um, we get that question a lot because I do think that it makes people feel more confident in there. So one of the things that we recommend and can help with and we help a lot of our clients with is to make sure that you're using behavioral-based interviews. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's not quite – that's not – asking questions about hypotheticals or what would you do, but understanding what people have done. A lot of those sound like, tell me about a time. Um, Tell me about a time when. And so we think that that is your best and biggest tool. But when it comes to actual assessments, um, the one that we recommend um, that Stephanie is certified in is the Hogan assessment. Um, We use Hogan, which is less less known um, than some like DISC or strength finders, but Hogan is the only um, legally certified assessment um, from a personality or work standpoint uh-huh. um, that can be used um, in um, for making employment selections from. The other tools are fantastic, but uh-huh. they may have a bias um, to them from a selection perspective. So they're better used once someone's an employee of how your team works together okay. um, and are not typically, uh, not intended to be used as a selection process. Okay. So um, it's just and the there. Menu, some good information. Yeah, Hogan.
0: It's H-O-G-A-N. Get yeah, correct. Okay. Yep. Okay, and that must be named after somebody smart. It is. Yes. Came up with the test. And okay. And it is a
1: really. Um, yeah. The lack of a better way to say it, it's a fun assessment of what you sort of see um, in there, and they have some unique vocabulary um, in there of how they describe people. And then, of course, there's technical tests as well. You see those a lot with IT or, like, coding is an easy example to make sure that somebody actually can code to give them a coding assessment or... You know, writing assessment, grammar, um, then there's sort of the, the technical ones. Uh, the Idaho Department of Labor has um, a huge bank of technical um, assessments that mm-hmm. are all um, legally reviewed to make sure that you're not creating bias in your assessments. Oh,
0: wow. Okay, um, in there, and that's everything,
1: everything that. from um, yeah. like IT related work mm-hmm. to, you know, spelling and grammar.
0: Nice. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, tell me about a time. Yes. (laughs) Tell me about a (laughs) time, Tell me about a time when you (laughs) had some great success with some of the big name companies around here. Yeah, we,
1: um, as I mentioned, we work with companies of all sizes from our large employers to some of the small. But um, we work with a couple of our large employers um, in the valley and we have um, had a lot of um, fun work with them and One of the areas that we've come on to help them with is what we call hiring ramps or hiring projects where we come in to hire a large number of people in a short amount of time. So
0: they have to ramp up really high, like, okay. Correct, (laughs) yep, so um,
1: one of those that we did, now two summers ago, um, was with the JR Simplot Company where they needed to hire about 100 salespeople throughout the nation. Um, and I only want two. I mean, this yeah. is, this is like, <laughs> it's a little bit different. <laughs> a piece of cake. Very a different hundred, process. 100. 100. Wow. Um, across the nation. Across the nation. Everywhere. So, oh, wow. yep, different territories across um, okay. the whole area for uh-huh. their sales. And yeah. um, that was done over a, um, about a three, three, four month um, period to really deploy. There was some pre planning before that, but those are fun because that really requires us to. to basically move in with them. Um, (laughs) We move into their home, we live with them, we get a lot of their equipment, and a lot of that is about creating that process and that timeline for um, are you hitting those mile markers, When are you off? You know, when is there potentially an opportunity for there to be risk? Mm -hmm. And a lot of it is really creating a a fantastic candidate experience. If you're going to bring that many people Mm -hmm. on site, we had people flying in from all over the country um, to make sure that Mm -hmm. that's an excellent um, impression, whether they're hired or not, that they walk away saying, Wow, Boise was a great city I've never been Mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. And wow, you know, Simplot was a great company to work with. And I was treated with such respect. And such value, mm-hmm. and I feel really important through this process, even though I may not have gotten the role, because nice. they may apply later. Yeah. You know, you may grow your sales organization, and now you've got someone, you know, in that area. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we did a similar project, a little different in size for Blue Cross last winter, where we hired um, forty care coordinators. Um, I think that well, I ended up about twenty-five care coordinators um, for them in Treasure Valley, and then oh. some other roles around that. Nice. And I think. You know, we wanted to make sure that that experience was really strong. And one of the fun parts about that is we had multiple, basically, invites to come in and hear about the role in Blue Cross. That we had, we had candidates that would call their friends and say, "You've got to get down here. There's yeah. another session at eight o'clock.
0: Oh, you know, nice. get there."
1: And we had a couple Word of people of that like. Yeah. Showed up in sweatpants almost. They were like, I was out here and they said I just had to come and I'm, yeah. you know, I know I'm dressed casually, but, yeah. you know, I heard it was a great opportunity. And that's the kind of experience that we hope to um, make for people that literally, you know, gets people off out of their seat okay. and motivated to make a change.
0: Yeah. And we talked a little bit about the concept of employee branding. Yeah. Tell me a little more about what you see as employee branding.
1: Yeah, I think it's a really interesting subject that with me. Being so passionate about recruiting, right. it falls in that that area too. That there is a difference between your brand and your employment brand, mm-hmm. and it's important that they align. So, you know, if you take Nike, your employment brand can't be something that's unhealthy. You know, right. you're obviously going to have a, an employment brand that's active mm-hmm. and healthy. So they need to connect. Mm-hmm. But it's also, it's the brand about, what's it like to work there? Right. Not about what you're selling to people, not about what that experience is, but is it a fun workplace? Is it a serious mm-hmm. workplace? It, does it have stability or is it changing a lot? Mm-hmm. Do you really um, go out, out for birthdays or is it a place where you know maybe people would rather just go home and see their families? And all of those are okay, but it's important that your experience matches your employment brand. Right. and. Here, as a lot of people know, the unemployment in the country is really low right now. Right. And in Idaho, it's even lower. We're one of the lowest states with under two and a half percent unemployment. Um, not a lot of
0: candidates that are just readily available They're right not,
1: now. Yeah. and what that really yeah. means is that we have significantly more jobs than we have people. Mm-hmm. And so your employment brand becomes even more important because we are at a place where you are not picking your candidates, the candidates are picking you and then you need to have an employment brand and a candidate experience that candidates raise their hand and say, I'm interested in this, right. this is something I wanna be a part of. They match my values, they match my lifestyle, mm-hmm. they match my energy level, um, the team size is what I'm looking for, the opportunities are there, mm-hmm. what is my value gonna to be to the company? And all of those need to be revealed during the interview process. And you have to be mindful of the candidate experience, even for those that aren't selected, you know, because maybe they applied, we, um, and they don't hear anything for two months. That doesn't make people feel great.
0: Word of mouth, you know, and it (laughs) can can spread fast. Exactly,
1: and it's very similar to your own brand. We need to kind of start thinking about Mm -hmm. employment brand, like our own brand, that Mm -hmm. if someone, had a terrible experience on an airline, they respond really quickly. You know, if right. someone is out there and they put a negative review, mm-hmm. you're gonna see those consumer-facing brands the respond. Right. or something like
0: that that They're are gonna out res- there to, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And they,
1: we respond really quickly to our consumers and we're not really responding to our to our candidates and our employees yet. And all of that creates that candidate experience and your employment brand to make sure that it's a positive place and a place that people are excited about working. You know, that's what you want people to walk away with. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, maybe this isn't the right job, but when the right job opens up, Mm -hmm. that's the place I wanna be. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's important to get out there and I think that's, when unemployment looked different, it wasn't as important because you had your pick of a lot of candidates Mm -hmm. and now they pick you and they, If they don't like what they see, they're going to go somewhere else.
0: Right, right. Well, and that's what recruiting is about, being able to recruit the right people and and getting them on the right seat on the right. Bus, (laughs) Bus, <laughs> yep,
1: yeah. And if you can do sure. it, and you can be proactive, because mm-hmm. you've got a great employment mm-hmm. brand that people know right. about. And you know, we talk about there's always be selling. You know, always mm-hmm. be recruiting. You know, think right. about what their next yeah. hire is. Building that relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, taking you out to coffee, making sure they know your story, mm-hmm. um, seeing if they're going to be interested. Because hopefully, you continue to grow, and you'll always right. need those people. So yeah. you know, who's yeah. next? Who who's going to fill that role? Yeah. Um, and it makes that you know for stronger candidates, and you can usually fill roles quicker too when you're in mm-hmm. that proactive stage, and your yeah. brand is important to be proactive.
0: And you said that you can work with you in multiple different ways. You can yeah. have you know different levels of being able to, to hire you. Can you kind of walk me through sure. what those are?
1: Yeah, um, well we sort of talked about one, which is mm-hmm. the hiring ramps. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are obviously gonna be your larger companies, because. Right you mm-hmm. probably don't need 100 people.
0: Yeah, no, not yet.
1: <laughs> In a short not amount yet. of time. Someday maybe, I don't know, we'll see. <laughs> so we have those for sort of our larger um, uh-huh. clients. Then we have professional executive searches um, that we work with. So those kind of fall into a couple different models. And some of it is the process we talked about mm-hmm. of all the way from intake to um, reaching out to passive candidates to sharing them with you and then helping you through the process of selection all the way to offer. Gotcha. Um, where we work with others is mm-hmm. if they need a little bit of help or they're, um, they've got um, part of that puzzle that may be challenging for them, mm-hmm. um, is that with some of our clients, because um, to make it cost-effective for some of our smaller clients, mm-hmm. that we may help them with just parts of that. So right. yeah. um, we've done an assessment um, mm-hmm. just for some clients that want a little bit of extra help, mm-hmm. um, or mm-hmm. it could just be um, you know, helping you to do some phone screens of the candidates that applied. Mm-hmm. Um, or going through your resumes are sort of some of the things that we can we can help with. Or reaching
0: out to people who are working for somebody else because you don't really want to, but then, you know, if you hire the recruiter yep. to do it, then it suddenly feels so like good, you're, you know. <laughs> that's a good point, point. and
1: one of the faces that we do is what's called um, recruiting process outsourced um, or RPO, which you'll hear in the HR world. And that's basically where you um, may not be big enough or you need extra help Mm -hmm. and you just outsource your recruiting Mm -hmm. to us. And so since we have a background in corporate recruiting, we do that for a number of clients. And in that way, one of the advantages that we have is that we can sort of flip our identity, that Mm -hmm. sometimes we're talent spark and there's a little bit of an arm's length so that we can go after that competitor. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it helps if we're Branded as Pepper Shock or yeah. you know oh, gotcha. any of our clients, so right. that we can help them with their employment brand. Gotcha. And because we've been on the corporate side, we feel comfortable sort of flipping you in and out way. of those identities, yeah. whichever yeah. makes sense for the kind client. Like white labeling, exactly. Yeah. Sort of. You Someone know, shared you're that. Outsourced,
0: but you're or in you know in house. Yeah. You know? <laughs> exactly. I you're love out that house, term. But in-house out-house <laughs> in house, in house, whichever one you need. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right. Yes. Well, that's great, and and um, so I guess. The, the the benefit of hiring a recruiter versus trying to do it all on your own. I mean, it saves time. It's yeah. You're likely more likely to get the right candidates because that's what you do every day is hire people, you know. Yep. Uh, yeah, after 15 years, I've, I've definitely hired, I've some good <laughs> and, and not so great. And, you know, salespeople are always, uh, you know, the I think the challenge in, in being able to get people that are, quality that want to stick around and, Mm -hmm. you know, help you promote your brand and all that. So, um, you you know, is there anything in particular with salespeople that uh, you look for or that you do slightly differently just because it's maybe a slightly different offer or, you know, situation?
1: I think with salespeople, you have to be mindful that that market moves really quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to, when I was um, recruiting almost exclusively in the sales world, Mm -hmm. the pace of sales is so much faster. And I think some people miss out on your top salespeople because their process is really um, lengthy or they've got big gaps um, because they're they're sort of always be closing, you know, so it's, you know, getting to the end and once they're out there, the great part about salespeople is that a lot of them are open to hearing about new opportunities. Mm -hmm. So it's important to have all of your details Mm -hmm. ready to share with them. You know, what is the, what are they selling? What's the value? What's the differentiator? Mm -hmm. What's their opportunity Mm -hmm. within that Mm -hmm. is important. And then, you know, what is, you know, being able to explain, um, you know, the, the, the culture and their Mm -hmm. compensation. Compensation's big, I'm sure. Yeah, (laughs) of what, you know, what's that? And I think a lot of them, some of your strongest salespeople um, are more interested in the commission than Mm -hmm. they are in the base. Mm -hmm. They want a base to be able to live off of, you know, that they can feel comfortable with their bills, but it's really what's the upside, you know, for them. Because if they feel really confident selling, Mm -hmm. they're. They know that they're gonna, um, you mm-hmm. know, be mm-hmm. successful and, and reach those numbers that they need to. Right. Um, the territory is important. How much travel they have. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, are they are they in the field? Or are they just on the phone? You know, what's mm-hmm. being asked of them? Mm-hmm. Um, but it, sales was really fun to me because they mm-hmm. are people, people, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and so they they quickly, right. you know, they mm-hmm. have these great mm-hmm. phone screens and they move forward really quickly, which mm-hmm. is. Um, you know, great to work with and uh, they do have a quicker pace than um, some of the other roles that we work on. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they want to get in there and kind of move forward. But they also have a lot of questions too. You know, I think Mm -hmm. it's important to have your information buttoned up.
0: Right. To figure out the compensation plan and figure out the benefits Mm -hmm. that they get and the things that they're selling, having tools ready to go for them to be able to sell quickly and and not take up a long period of ramp up and training yeah. and, and all that cuz you're right they want to get they want to get to selling so yep, that they can they start do. making money yeah <laughs> <laughs> I think that's true yeah, yeah for sure so um, the the concept about employee branding and just the culture that you live in and where you can exude that externally into your recruitment process have you in in terms of marketing to recruit people into these companies, um, what kind of things, what kind of tactics or tools have you been able to utilize to kind of showcase what that looks like for companies?
1: Yeah, Um, it's an interesting question about tools because I think of it more, as storytelling mm-hmm. in there, that you have to understand what your story is and what's right. different about your story than another company mm-hmm. that's out there. And then it's crafting that story. And then I think for me, because it's such a people-oriented area, mm-hmm. that whatever platform you put it on is probably okay. LinkedIn from a recruiting perspective is gonna be your gold standard. You know, that's right. that's where, you know, I read somewhere that um, over 80% of recruiters are using LinkedIn, LinkedIn on yeah. there because it's, It's such a great tool and it's a great way to get your message out to a lot of people um, within there. But if that message isn't right, Mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter if you're on Indeed, something local, you know, job, you know, any of the ones that that are around um, right. the area from your career builders. That message is really important.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: and mm-hmm. so we we talk about that branding everywhere, from your job description to that mm-hmm. email to that candidate. Right. You know, does it sound like you, or does it sound yeah. like a template from Google? Yeah, you know, it's important to have certain things, but hopefully it has a voice mm-hmm. in there that um, sounds different than any other sales role. Right. You know, you don't want. Your sales role at another media company that mm-hmm. they read both of them and they're like, Well, that sounds the same. You know, right. hopefully they're reading both of those and going, This yeah. one sounds like me. Right. This sounds like something mm-hmm. I'm interested in and I'm mm-hmm. excited about.
0: Yeah, we get, we get to be a little creative in our descriptions when we are a creative company, right? Yes. <laughs> you want to be <laughs> the, and I, the and bland I, and dry. Yep.
1: <laughs> so I think it's, it's understanding what your role is in the audience you're trying to find, you know, how um, general the role is. Like if it's an accounting role or a general sales position, uh, those tend to do okay on job boards, mm-hmm. um, you know, in there. But if you're looking for very niche industries or very specific skill sets. Um, mm-hmm. That's where job postings become more challenging and oftentimes where we get involved in those as well because mm-hmm. um, the the method of telling that story is still the same, mm-hmm. but its you've got to find those people first to be able mm-hmm. to tell that story too. And they're not typically hanging out on a job board mm-hmm. or in a resume right. bank. So, because
0: yeah. if they're like very specific, you know, technical titles, then you yep. have to go search for those types of people, right?
1: Yep. And yep. then, you know, tell the story of the company and the job and the mm-hmm. opportunity and see if it's something that's of interest for them and something that's yeah. exciting for them. Yeah. Excellent. In that space. Well,
0: um, is there anything else that you wanted to share that I didn't ask you about no, already these in are, recruiting? and the are world great of <laughs> questions.
1: The only uh, thing yeah. I would share yeah. is, you know, I think recruiting is, is truly a business decision. And um, it's important to think of it that way in the sense of... Um, you know, you can, if you want someone tomorrow and very quickly, and it's a niche skill set, then it's probably going to cost you more, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, if you're willing to wait, you know, when you have that list of 10 things that you're looking for, Mm -hmm. um, don't think that you're probably going to get all 10, you're probably going to get seven, Mm -hmm. and determine where the give and take is, you know, and which ones you can do without and which ones you can't. I think the other part too, is that there's this old feeling that you need to have three people that come in before you can make a decision mm. and sometimes a good person is a good person and, and you don't need a comparison to it right. so some of it is a business decision and making sure that you're being realistic about your expectations and your timeline and then mm. I think the other part too is to remember that it's personal for people right and the process should be traded that way you know make sure that you've got heart in the process um, and that's a different way of thinking about business and it's right. not um, it's not because it's the nice thing to do Mm -hmm. it's it's the smart thing to do from a business perspective so make sure that you're treating people with respect and the way that you'd want to be treated if you were going through there and and recognize that it's a big decision for people and it's um has personal impact you know in there so I um that's all I would share and that's eight, Tell so me about you. a time when, when I would go to
0: my internet <laughs> and I would type in a URL to find you, what would I be typing?
1: You'd be typing in talentspark.com.
0: Very good. Yeah. Okay, talentspark.com. That's easy enough. Yeah. I know. It's yeah. uh,
1: Hopefully it'll be easier to find. Very good.
0: <laughs> I had to throw that in there. That's <laughs> good.
1: That was an easier yeah. one. I had a good answer for Oh, that's right. Yeah, you can come up with it right away.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us for the Marketing Expedition series, and we hope to see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Expedition podcast. Find more online at peppershock.com.